Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast Geek Out Edition. My name is Dave. Joining me this fine, fine evening is Matt from the Two Broke Geeks Podcast. Hi. And Johnny from the Just Two Pals Podcast. Hi. <laughs> that was identical highs. I liked it. Uh... Get used to this configuration of hosts because you'll hear it on Tuesday, on Wednesday when we release our next podcast. By the way, so, that's yeah. true. That's true. Just as luck would have it. So this is a geek out. I have lots of stuff to talk about, especially just from today alone. So I figure, why delay? Let's <clears> just <throat> jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. All right, DC TV news. There is a little bit of it. Uh, the shows start up on Monday with Supergirl, and then Tuesday with Flash and Legends, and then Wednesday Arrow Returns. But this is a show that has not started yet, and it will begin on NBC called Powerless. Uh, there was a new Powerless trailer, which I thought was fantastic. I look forward to this comedy set in the DC universe, uh, in which they re- <laughs> revealed Alan Tudyk's character is Bruce Wayne's cousin. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um. If you don't take well, it, well, at least somebody does. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I glad you do, Dave. I think it's gonna be fun if you guys don't take it too seriously. Uh, I don't want to take not... it seriously. <laughs> like I, I'm looking at it as just a comedy show, yeah. and it's not funny to me. Oh, the trailer, I'm, none yeah. of the stuff I've seen has been funny. Nah. I'm looking at it as I'm totally not gonna watch that show. <laughs> wow, I can't wait for it. I think it looks fantastic. I think it looks hilarious. I like a lot of the cast. Tudyk, number one, of course. But, yeah, uh, Tudyk's great. I like Tudyk. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. It's NBC. NBC knows how to do comedies and set in the in the DC universe. Could be a lot of fun. So we'll see. Uh, also, is it is it the extended universe? Because I've heard it is, and I've heard it isn't. Do we have any answer? I I don't know. I I, I doubt I don't it. No, I doubt it. Also, because uh, they, I mean, they've got like Starro showing up and right. I mean, the the cameos and stuff, I will watch it. I'll check it out. I'll give it one or two episodes to see if it can win me over. But I was very disappointed in the trailer. Yeah. Um, Rick Cosnett, otherwise known as Eddie Thawne, will be returning to Flash, and that bores me. What? That I'm actually excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if they're dead, stay dead. That's all I want. Yeah, but the timeline's different. Yeah, I, you changed the timeline. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, true. It's true. That and is, with the other Earths, he could be in Earth 2, Eddie Thon. Maybe, but, you know, he's got his own show to be worrying about uh, in Chicago or something. Isn't he on one of those Chicago shows? So? Or no, he was mm-hmm. on He was on uh, Quantico. That's what he was on. I don't know. Are you talking about when they made the joke about no, that was taking a job as a doctor in Chicago? That was that on was... Arrow. That was... Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if he ended up on one of the Chicago shows. Uh, but no, he was on Quantico for the first season. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't care. I kind of want these these side characters to stay dead, to be honest. Um, no. Just because... See, I actually liked Eddie by the end of the season. Uh, I was a big fan of him. I always thought it was weird. I met Rick at uh, a Wizard World con- convention, and I asked him about you know the return of Eddie Thawne. This was after the first season. And, uh, like, I couldn't even, he, he, I asked him if he could do an interview. He was, you know, at that point in the day, there was nobody in his line for autographs. And he's like, CW won't let me do interviews. Like, wow. Mm. That's really weird. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, I mean, it's not his fault. I I don't blame him, but. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. So, all right. Marvel TV news. Inhumans, the TV show, has a director for its two-part IMAX pilot, Roel Rain. Rain. I have no idea who he is, but uh, whatever. Cool with me. Uh, I'm I'm kind of interested in this series. So, as much as I hate the comic book version of the Inhumans, since they're already separated from the X Men, I can be okay with the Royal Family television show. Mm-hmm. Um, Legion which has bounced back and forth to being related to the X-Men film franchise and not being related is now classified as unrelated to the X-Men films. Yay. But the new Matt Nix series that they're making on Fox will have direct connections, which whatever, that makes sense to me. They haven't really said anything about what that show is going to be about, but uh, I like, I like anything mutants as far as a series. I thought that could always work Mm -hmm. as a television series. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, some random television news. Again, I'm, I'm delaying the big stuff to talk about. We'll get into it. I swear. I promise. Uh, James Frain is cast as Spock's father in the Star Trek Discovery show. Hmm. As Sarek? Yeah. Good deal. So if you were wondering how much ties we'd have to any of the, you know, the, the mainstays, there you go. We got, we got, uh, well, it takes place. Uh, ten years before the first Star Trek series, I believe. So that's Something okay. Like that. Yeah, uh, he yeah. most recently was playing Azrael on Gotham, but uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. Well, we can't hold Gotham against anybody. Right, we know you don't. <laughs> we know you don't like. He was also in Orphan Black and True Detective and Agent Carter. He's this guy's like in everything. He's a great actor. Um. Trying to remember. Oh, 24. I liked him in 24 as Paul Reigns. He was kind of a, a sniveling computer guy. Anyway. Uh, yeah, James Frain. Star Trek. Fun stuff. All right. Right on. Uh, DCEU news. The. Okay. It's a strange announcement. I'm not at all surprised about it, and I'll say why in a second. But. Black mm-hmm. Adam is going to get a solo film within the DCEU. Why I'm not surprised is because, well, last week, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, however you want to say it, I'm always going to call him The Rock, um, he had a meeting with Jeff Johns and came out of it super stoked about it, saying that hope will be brought back to this franchise or to the universe and all that. Um, what this is to me is they're not waiting around anymore for the Shazam movie to introduce the rock in their universe because they want to cash in on that box office money that the rock is going to make. Mm-hmm. Well, the, a Shazam movie still might come first. Well, that's scheduled uh, tentatively was scheduled for 2019. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's, I think well, he's going to appear before that. There's also the the random picture he had on Instagram where he's having like dinner with Henry Cavill. Yeah, leads me to believe they might not be working on a movie together in the DCEU. They might be working on a movie outside of that, but I don't know. But we'll to wait and right. see, uh, it's The Rock, so I'm kind of going to trust it to be not terrible. Because um, I think Black Adam's one of those characters who you could get away with doing a, a an origin story about this villain because. In the comics, he he progresses from being just Shazam, or I, I guess Captain Marvel at the time, Captain Marvel's villain, to being like a character in his own right, just existing in the universe. He's also been an antihero um, too, right? Right, which is essentially what he functions as. Once he once he resumes rule of conduct and gets married and 
all that all that junk he kind of ceases to be just a villain of you know he's right. not the villain of captain of marvel he's just black adam in that universe yeah it's not so, so much as like the joker getting his own movie or which I think would be entertaining, but, or even like Sinestro getting his own movie. This is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. They're always paired with someone, whereas Black Adam is not as much, I mean, really at all. I can't think of a story where it's only, you know, where it's specifically, you're, aren't you that Captain Marvel villain? Right. Uh, he's, right. He's just, he just is now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a, it's a wait and see for me. Again, I'm trying to withhold judgment on any DCEU news till after Wonder Woman and Justice League because I feel like Wonder Woman separate from the DCEU is just going to be a good movie. Um, and then you got to kind of wait for Justice League to see what changes they may or may not have made to their plans based on what they've what the outcry has been since Suicide Squad and BBS, you know? Because I think Wonder Woman's a separate animal. Mm. As far as tone, uh, you can't. I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling it as far as tone. And I don't think you can do that. I think it's going to be. It's still part of the universe. It still no, no, counts. No, no. You're, it's you're, not separate. No, no, no. You're not. You're not understanding. Separate as far as this, like Guardians. Whereas it's almost set by itself. Like she's on mm. her own. Well, we'll see. I don't think so. What do you mean? It's in the past. There aren't going to be any of the Justice Leaguers. Right, but that it that doesn't uh, it doesn't matter. It's still part. It's still. I mean, there's no other Justice Leaguers in Man of Steel either, and that's not set apart. That's still part of the universe. Right. I'm feeling. I, I think the character overall. I, I agree with what Matt's saying that that the character overall is connected to the larger universe. Yeah. But I, I also see what Dave's be, I, yeah, but I, I think also there's going to be Dave's stuff saying, in it. Though. I know, Dave. but I, there's still going to be stuff in it that connects to the universe. There's still modern day parts of this story. Yeah, there definitely will be to the future of the DCEU, but this is this is kind of like uh I, I mean it's it's what is, I guess the closest thing I could compare it to is Guardians like Dave said. It's like it's going to take place in that universe, but this is before any of that other stuff happens. It's before Superman and before Batman and before, you know, they, they this kind of um uh story about the Justice League that we get kind of established and set in Batman v Superman begins kind of comparing it. So to it like, is, it is kind of its own thing right? while still existing in the universe. Right. I feel like you're both right. As far as like, we're going to have some future or present day stuff like in, like thinking about Captain America, first Avenger, like the beginning and end of it is present day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the middle is, you know, the, the world war two stuff. I think with wonder woman, I, you know, I have no idea what they're going to do as far as beginning or end, but yeah, they are going to, Tie it, they have to tie it back to the modern day stuff at some point in that movie. Um, but something about it to me feels different, uh, even though, yes, it is integrated into the DCEU and it's fully part of that universe. But the story, maybe, is what I'm feeling is separate. I don't know. Either way, I, I'm waiting more for Justice League to make any real decision on. <laughs> on on the tone because i feel like because so wait a minute wait 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 so you're so you're gonna what you're saying okay you're saying two diametrically opposing things you're saying you're gonna judge an entire universe based on one movie but not judge the entire universe based on another movie no no no, no. i'm i'm saying yes I'm, you I'm, yes I'm, you yes you are you just said you're gonna wait till justice league to see about the tone of the dceu but not judge the tone of the dceu based on wonder woman those right. are two totally separate th- they're both part you can't do that because every 
every movie is going to have a different tone no matter what. The universe is not going to have one thing because they're all different movies. That's like saying every Marvel movie is the same. Right. What I was trying, no, to, but the, what, but what I was trying a, to get at is – hang on. Let me, let me finish my sentence. What I was trying to get at is this Wonder Woman has nothing to do with Zack Snyder. Whereas no, that, like that I disagree with. I disagree with that entirely. Zack Snyder set the groundwork for Wonder Woman mm-hmm. moving forward. Yeah. Zack, uh-huh. Zack Snyder was the kind of was the creator of the character in this particular universe. He brought her to life. And, and I honestly don't think Zack Snyder has much to do with Justice League anymore, besides being a nominal director. I I don't know how you can do one anyway. Let's move on. This is a stupid, Zack Snyder's this is a also conversation. producing. And the story is by Zack Snyder for Wonder Woman. Right. You could also say the same thing about uh, Christopher Nolan and Man of Steel. I do say the same thing about Christopher Nolan and Man of Steel because he was involved. He was a part of it. He had he had some say in it. So this is definitely connected to the overall universe. Right. This is all a misunderstanding of conversation anyway, and it doesn't matter. So let's move on. Uh I feel like I'm not saying what I'm trying to mean anyway. No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I totally understand. I, I'm not trying to deconstruct it. I you, you Wonder Woman is going to be its own thing, and it is going to have its own its own kind of aura about it. And then Justice League is going to also have its own thing. But I don't think Justice League is going to set the tone for the future, except to say that Justice League is like what people are going to be looking at to see. Are they going to continue this dark trend of making everything gritty and real and not as fun, quote unquote, um, or are they going to start heading in that direction of maybe having a little bit more fun with this universe? So I, I, I think that's what you were, uh, that's my impression that that's what you were trying to say, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Probably right. not though. I'm probably real. I probably got it spot on. Hey Dave. <laughs> right. Nailed it. Uh, not DCE related, but it's still a movie. Uh, WB Animated announced the cast and some pictures for Teen Titans Judas Contract, which is their next movie after the Justice League Dark movie that's coming out at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks, yeah. looks like a similar cast to what they had for the last Titans movie, um, with the same people returning for you know Nightwing and Blue Beetle and Starfire and all that, but introducing Christina Ricci as Terra and hmm. Miguel Ferrer, who actually just passed away today, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, did the voice of Deathstroke for the movie. Hmm. So, oh, so, yeah. Um, I'll be interested. I love Judas Contract as a story, and they've been talking about doing this as an animated feature for a long time. So I, I love Teen Titans, so I'm looking forward to it. And those animated movies are usually pretty good. Usually, I say. Mm-hmm. Usually. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marvel had some news, and then, like I say, I promise we'll get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Um, Spider-Man animated feature that was discussed a while ago has announced that Miles Morales will be the main character of the movie and not Peter Parker. So Sweet. Good. A lot of fun there. I think they could do some cool stuff with that. Donald Glover has voiced Miles before in the the animated show, Mm -hmm. um, but he probably will not. Uh, They have no casting yet, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he probably won't, but... But yeah, I still think it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be good. It's a feature film, so you have to go to the theater to see it, and I probably will. I think it'll be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will, too. And uh, I'm fine. Like, I like my... Everyone was pulling for Miles to be the live-action Spider-Man, and it just... uh, I don't think it... I'd like a live-action Miles 
someday, but I don't think the brand new Spider-Man should have been Miles Morales. And uh, I think an animated feature will be a better way to introduce people to the concept of, oh, yeah, here's this new kid who uh, becomes Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Get a larger audience to introduce Miles to and then once once Cuz I do think cuz I do think the backstory of Miles is is pretty deep and a lot to it's going to be a lot to put even into an animated movie, I think, to kind of explain, oh yeah, Peter Parker died and Miles Morales was there when he died and he got uh you know, he met with Mary Jane and and uh Aunt May who kind of gave them or kind of gave him a blessing to be Spider-Man cuz it's it's a lot to put in a movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, depending if that's how they go, you know, if or if they change up the uh yeah, uh, that's story. true. You never know um, what they want to do with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think they have to ease the, the general audience into the character before launching him into any kind of live action. Like, ease, ease, ease us into this new Peter Parker and then maybe a Miles later. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, do you, where do you stand, Johnny? Um, I think it's great that he's going to be a part of it. I don't see Miles being incorporated into the MCU anytime soon. No. Um, yeah, that was Feige. Like, Feige like, said they have no plans. Yeah, like at like at all. In fact, I feel like he probably never will. Um, probably not. But 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 this is a great platform. I hope that they don't change origin or or you know, I, I just don't mess with it. Just to create the movie and act as if. You know, explain in the movie and act as if the audience already knows that there was a Peter Parker and this is a different universe where he died and Miles took over. Yeah, you could do that. You don't have to go with the heaviness of it right away. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, they could open up with the death of Peter, but I don't know that they'd want to do that. I, I honestly feel like open up the movie with Miles already, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. And then, Just you know, flashbacks here there. and there about yeah. getting the powers and, and seeing Peter Parker die on TV and then... Okay. And just move forward. Yeah, that could be cool, too. All right, all right. Uh, a little bit of MCU news. Uh, Karen Gillan, uh, who plays Nebula in Guardians and Guardians Volume 2, has confirmed she will appear in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, her... well, yeah, For 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, hang on, Matt. Reserve your judgment. This is her exact quote. I'll be making a little appearance in the next yeah. Avengers movies. And she says, movies. My- so yeah, I think it's just going to be like a quick shot or two. My point was going to be who's not going to oh, be in those movies. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Right. Like this... I'm probably going to be in that movie. You're probably going to be in that movie. Johnny's probably going to be in that movie. Yeah. Yay! At this point, I'm not too surprised when anybody from any MCU movie says they're going to be in Avengers. You know, like guy guy third from the left in the first Avenger is going to be in that. You know, everybody's going to be in that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and somehow yeah. somehow it's going to work. You know, <laughs> like all these people. Just, yeah, it probably will. It yeah. probably will. It's. I mean, she could have no lines whatsoever. It could be them meeting with the Guardians and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone's getting off that ship and Star-Lord turns to, what's his name? Who's, who's Yondu and Nebula and says, you guys stay on the ship. And then that's it. I mean, it could right. be just something small like that. And I, I kinda, don't think I kinda feel overstuffing like... it with those cameos is going to yeah. hurt it in any way. No, no, I feel like no. our main characters will get dialogue time, like Star-Lord and... Uh, you know, the rest of the Avengers, but side characters, maybe like Wasp or, you know, for the first one, um, yeah, yeah. it'll be like a fighting montage or something like that, you know, 
like we'll just see them fighting in this big montage type deal or something. You know, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait a while to find out. Um, I don't think Wasp is showing up in the first movie. Why do you say that? Because I think they've said that they that they want to save her for the Ant Man sequel, and that be her first coming out. It's not just her showing up in a cameo role. It's I think her. John, I think Johnny appearing. is right. I think she's like the only person in the entire world not appearing in that movie. Well, she might. Hope might, but not Wasp. Oh yeah, Hope might. Wasp. Hope I mean, might. and and again, it could be simple as something as simple as I'm going off to space, and she's like, I'm coming with you, and he says, You're not ready, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, done. I mostly asked that question to distract for a few seconds while my roommate used the blender. We did it! Hooray! <laughs> and hopefully my audio is still the same side, same uh, volume. Um, you sound fine. All right, let's uh, let's let's dive into what is the biggest news, or you know, big news one A, uh, and then we'll dig into one B. Uh, the final Logan trailer before the movie comes out on March third. Mm-hmm. I think it's March 3rd. Yes, yes March 3rd, is. 2017. So this trailer differed from the original trailer because no Johnny Cash, but more so uh, a lot of X-23. And yeah. I couldn't be happier. Uh, my vibe uh, right away, get what I did there, vibe, Johnny, that was just for you. Um, yeah, because of, okay, yeah, cause, well, okay, so Matt, there's a character on The Flash. <laughs> I, I know, Johnny, I watched The yeah. Flash, I oh, watched okay. The Flash, yeah. He already knew about it, Dave. He did, he yeah. did, I expected Matt, Matt's, Matt's a bright guy. Um, I watched The Flash, yeah. <laughs> he pays attention to stuff. It's the only one I watched, that, well, no, actually, I watched Supergirl, carry on. <laughs> All right, we got that cleared up. Uh, the, the vibe I got immediately from this trailer, right from the, the you know, the, the grocery store, the gas station that they're in, uh, is, I feel like... Laura and Logan's relationship is going to be very Leon the Professional. If you've ever seen that movie, yeah, yeah I could see that. Um, I, this, this is a great trailer. It was a really good trailer. I was already pretty stoked for this movie, uh, and you guys know I'm not a Wolverine fan. I'm more excited for this to be the last run for Wolverine in the movies. But, <laughs> yeah. but knowing how much I love the old man Logan story, and that they're going to kind of adapt that into this. Uh, I, I, I'm excited, man. I think this is going to be a lot of fun with the Reavers storyline, probably being them having killed all of the X-Men except for Xavier and, and Logan. Um, the potential to have some kind of Mr. Sinister storyline that we have not seen yet, which is great. And then this, everything X-23, I've always been a big X-23 fan. And I, I like this. This little girl is awesome. Yeah. That, that scene when, uh, the bad dude sends the guy in to bring the girl out, right? And he walks up to her, and then you just hear him scream. Yeah. And then she comes walking out and drops the cuffs and drops the backpack, and the claws are slowly coming out. And the bad guy's like, no, no. Yeah. No. Like, oh, my God. That was awesome. That was the best part of the trailer. To this me. this older man with the cybernetic arm has no control over the situation <laughs> of this little girl. It's amazing. That was so good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Daphne Keene is playing Laura Kinney, and she looks like she's doing a great job. Uh, I love yeah, when absolutely. when Logan stops her from killing the, the the clerk, and she does that right before that. She does that scream. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing! <laughs> it was just yeah. so cool looking. Uh, did, did you, you guys wa- watch the Red Band trailer? I did, which yeah. really just added 
one F-bomb. I was going to say, it just added two F-bombs, big deal. Yeah, right. Well, so Logan Except F-bomb. one of them was Charles Xavier, and I don't know how I feel about Charles dropping F-bombs. <laughs> we'll uh, have to he, see. We're Maybe talking the... about the man that's going to be the poo emoji now, so <laughs> I'd rather what? have him dropping F-bombs than have to deal with him being the poo emoji. Let's not yeah, ever like, reference the Still going to be the poo emoji. <laughs> Actually, when I heard he was the poo emoji, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll check it out. Because I really like Patrick Stewart. Um, I don't know if you guys watch American Dad, but he he's so great on American Dad. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You yeah, know what I, I think? think? I think he'll make that whatever, however the movie turns out, he's going to be excellent as Pooh, no matter how small the cameo. All right. All right. Let's move on from the Emoji movie, please. Uh, oh. I think where I'm getting the, the Leon reference might be the gla- the sunglasses she puts on, which are incredibly hilarious to me. She puts on these sunglasses yeah. and the way she puts them on. And then there's that final scene, not in the red band one, but the final scene is they're just sitting in the car driving. Yeah. And she's yeah. got the glasses on. They're all bloody and Logan's clearly hurt. Great little moment. Just quiet them driving. Look at all. Bloody. Oh, I love that. I love that scene when Wolverine's taking one guy down in the forest. And as he's, as he's stabbing one guy and falling to she the ground, flies over. X-23 jumps over him <laughs> and attacks another. Oh, it was so good. What what so about good. what about the inclusion of somebody's making X Men comic books in their own universe? Dumb, real dumb. I no, wish that no, they would it's not that. real dumb at all. I, I think it's dumb. I'm fine with it. There's there's Spider Man merchandise in the Spider Man movies. There's Flash and Arrow merchandise in the Flash and Arrow TV show. Flat out using their own like action figures. There's literally like Avenger. There's literally Avenger. Why would it be too late though? Like this is in the future after because most of their exploits have happened and I've, they've become legends. Because we've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus X Men films with no references to the well, comics okay, or, okay, okay, hang or on, that. So hang on. throwing it in here to me, I wasn't a fan of it. What I like what I think I'm more on, on the side of Matt here because what he's just saying, this is in the future. And also, it's yeah. in an alternate, you know, since Days of Future Past, this is a changed future line, uh, time, yep. timeline. So it's what a changed I, timeline, and there, I mean, like I said, and enough time has passed that their exploits have become legend. Right. And during the original timeline, they weren't legend. They were news as they happened. People right. And didn't have enough time and, to. Yeah, yeah this, this kind of portrays, also, if you're looking at, yeah, look at it on a deeper level than just throwing in comic books for comic book sakes. This is kind of the, looking at the X-Men as heroes. And less of outcasts. Um, if somebody went through I, the time of making a comic that's book. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Wait, how how long did it take them to mass produce this comic for everyone to get their hands on? And then how much time uh, after that did the X-Men die and the world go to shit? How long? I mean, it just to me, it doesn't make sense. It just feels funny. The in. last time in this new timeline that we saw the X-Men was still the uh, 80s. So right. we don't know what happened between X-Men Apocalypse and Old Man Logan. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. We have no idea. Like there's Which an is... entire open world in there and, of well, what has happened. And I guess that's 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 my again, I, I it'll be fine. I'm not going to I'm not going to knock the movie for it, but uh, for me when I saw that I rolled my eyes and I was like, "Oh, they're doing this thing that other movies have already done and they've had 10 movies to do it and haven't done it until this very last one." And also, in the next Deadpool movie, when Deadpool pulls up a comic book and says, these guys, it's not going to be as fourth wall breaking as it should be. But it'll be a funnier moment than this dramatic moment that it is here. Because this is more him saying, you know, he pulls out a cover of Sauron on it. From, like, Savage Land stuff. And okay. we're, we're supposed to take it on, this is stories of their adventures kind of exaggerated. 
he says like maybe twenty five percent of this is true, and it didn't happen this way. Uh, yeah, he says this, this didn't. He says yeah, most of this didn't happen this way. People died. Right. Like he's just it's saying just stressing that, the fact that this isn't a, this isn't like you know this isn't a game. Like we're not just mm-hmm. playing at hero. Clearly, this, these are her her books. She she was a fan of the X Men, and I'm assuming, you know, maybe whenever she was made, whoever made her gave her these books to kind of study or just to you know to to kind of use as whatever. Um, you know, maybe telling her that this is how they were made. You know, you're you're made the same way that these X Men were made, and you could be this someday, or you know, and she grew up to idolize these X Men this way. And I think that's what the tool is or the mechanism is for this. Who knows. I, it's going to be like a pretty much what we saw in the trailer is probably all it is in the entire movie. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. all right, let's move on. <laughs> I, I thought it was. Cool. I don't care. That, yeah. I don't care that you guys like it. That's fine. Yeah, and that, right. It, and I just don't. No big deal. Yeah, I'm not, not going to hate the movie for it. No, no, no. Um, it just feels too late to there's, me. That's there's there's also from this trailer and the last trailer. There's something that's not being told. Uh, something has happened from wherever to this point that you know the Logan's telling Xavier to just drop. To just get you know to 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 move on from you know, um, he's kind of. I don't I don't think it's the old man Logan thing where he actually kills all the X Men, but something has happened, um, and maybe it is the death of the X Men by the hands of the Reavers or something. Uh, but they've all I think they've both clearly moved on from that life, and he's more of just taking care of Xavier at this point. Uh, and being yeah exactly being, being a limo driver <laughs> for Xavier or whatever he's doing. Um, another thing I noticed, aside from the super cool, awesome action that is uh, X-23 just murdering people, um, there's two, I think, going to be two significant and emotional death scenes in this movie. Mm, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier's dead. I don't think there's any doubt oh, for sure. we're going to see him die again mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, yeah, I more. bet it's that scene in the first trailer when when uh, Logan is holding something. I mean, leaning on something that looks like a shovel, and he's all dirty and bloody, and the girl after- comes over and holds his arm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him burying Xavier's body. The after part. There's a scene where there's this real bright light that he's looking into. I think that's where he dies. Mm-hmm. Something's happening there, and then there's a scene in the second trailer where she, he's there's just a bloody body, and she comes over and kind of is you know going to touch his hand. Oh, I thought. Oh yeah, okay. You're saying that you think that's Logan's body. That's so we're on to the second person, right? I right. I think Logan's gonna die in this movie. I think that's a foregone. Oh yeah, for sure. Foregone yeah. conclusion. Do, do you think they're gonna do some story where, in order for her to live, he needs to die? Like because she had this stuff done to her when she was a kid. Her butt. Maybe she doesn't have the healing factor that he has, and he needs to transfer it to her or something. I don't know. Mm. That would be kind of weird. Because otherwise, how does Maybe. he die? I don't think he, he has it because cool, he right? doesn't have it anymore, really. Right? Well, it's, he he does, but I think it's I, I think it's um I think it's uh, slow enough. That, I think it's it's gone away enough at this point that if he just sustained enough damage, it would overcome his ability to heal. Because they've already said because I mean he's covered in scars and stuff in that first yeah. trailer, and they've kind of said that he's losing his ability to heal himself. Right, right. I think yeah, it's 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 slower and and it leaves scars now because it doesn't heal mm-hmm. immediately or something like that. So and I, I just think like if like if it is slow enough, like imagine if something happened to him where he just got riddled and I don't know, maybe I'm yeah, just maybe. speculating that sure. it could overcome his ability to. So if he's going on this emotional journey, right, he doesn't want to get back in the game, quote unquote, but he does it for this girl and then he winds up loving this girl like a daughter or whatever. And she means so much to him. 
I Are like you trying to say that him. this movie is John Wick? <laughs> no. No. What no, <laughs> no, is she, no, what is she the all. dog? <laughs> well, no, the dog dies in the beginning. That's oh, true. That's true. Yeah. John Wick. No, he's off for revenge. This this guy's pulled back into the game. It is very it's a pretender. Um, Leon. Yeah, I I, uh, I just really had a – which I'm okay with because really there hasn't been yeah. a, like a like a new version of Leon ever. And that – I remember seeing the movie. My grandpa let me watch that movie as a young person. <laughs> so uh, he shouldn't have, but uh, it's it's a classic. If you've never seen The Professional or what it's called nowadays, Leon the Professional, uh, yeah. I highly recommend that movie. Great movie with the very, very young Natalie Portman. I do kind of feel like they're going to go the route of him sacrifice. Well, I, I I think it's obvious he's going to sacrifice himself to save her. Yeah, in some right, way, right, in some way. And I do like the idea of him maybe passing something on to her, like passing on his healing factor. And maybe it, you know, maybe because he's so old now, that's why it's not working as well. Or maybe his body is infected, but the ability is still there because they created her, right? Mm-hmm. So there's right. somebody created her, and whoever created her is looking like they want her back. So well, maybe they, showed, they get back there, they and Logan this, says, sorry. "You know, take my factor on Monk, and I'll die or something." Right, right. They showed the second villain, maybe not perhaps the last villain, but there's two villains really: Donald Pierce, who's the leader of the Reavers, uh, that's the guy with the arm, and Xander Rice, who is like he's got the white coming out of the helicopter at one point in this trailer. He's the one that actually creates X twenty three, or he's part of the X twenty three project. He, he in the comics is like a kid of a person who worked on the Weapon X program that made Wolverine and he was killed by Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So uh, those, those are the two villains that we have to look forward to. And then also there's this underlying factor of, will we see Mr. Sinister? Because Mangold has said, um, no, actually he won't be in it, but they have this tie to the apocalypse storyline. Mangold has said Sinister is not in the movie. The director has said that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But it, yeah. there's a there's apparently some kind of connection to this movie from the crime. here's what I think would be an awesome way to wrap up Logan because I feel like if they're doing this kind of slow moving story this is, this is like a character piece it's not like an action like an X Men Apocalypse type thing right so I feel like ending the movie on some big glorious battle maybe doesn't feel right just based on what I've seen and maybe my maybe I'll change my mind while I'm watching it but based on what I've seen uh, to me like how cool of an ending would it be for for him to show up and say stop chasing the girl she's free and the guy's like look I'm trying to bring her back because she's going to die if I don't help her and Logan says oh okay well how can I help and then he gives the healing factor over and dies for her instead of it being some climactic battle where he's stabbing people just just exit just kind of walk out you know on on your similar, own terms kind of thing similar to how he died in the comics similar to how he died in the comics in, yeah, in a sense. I also feel like it's a little bit of The Last of Us, except that instead of, like, trying to get the girl to... to uh, spoilers, her, I haven't finished it. Oh. What do you mean, spoilers? The game's been out for years. Yeah, you, I, I ain't got time. did someone just say... I ain't got okay, time for games. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, but uh, I, I... I, And maybe I'll feel differently when I see the movie, but I think it'd be really cool to end the Logan story, not with this gigantic battle between robot Wolverine clones or something just a slow bird you know just just end the story on well, on a I'll, i think i think they're heroic note they're primed to make to finally make a great just logan wolverine movie whereas origins I, yeah. origins was terrible <clears throat> and the wolverine wasn't much better 
Um, I think this will be the best of the, of the Wolverine movies. Uh, I think we see it already. Um, so far, uh, it's meant. I mean, they've already aired the uh, people have already seen the first forty minutes of this movie. Apparently, and that seems. Yeah, I know. I've seen th- that was a weird thing to me when they were like, "Oh, people can see the first forty minutes." I'm like, "Wow, that's a weird." Like, okay, sure, yeah, go yeah, for it. I guess. I'm glad people are reacting positively to that first forty minutes. I'm just like, boy, that's a weird choice. Right, right. I guess I, I, I guess that's an act break. It. I hope you know. <laughs> I hope that's a good act break. Um, right. I wouldn't be able to do it because then for the next six months or whatever, I'd be, I'd be kicking myself. Because I, I have to wait to find out just how it ends. Yeah, right. That's the worst. It's like a, the worst cliffhanger. That's Wiki- like Walking Dead cliffhanger. Wikipedia has a synopsis right reading of this. I know there's a different synopsis, but Wikipedia says in the year 2029. So we're not really like more than a little more than 10 years in the future. Uh, following the new timeline events of Days of Future Past that still resulted in near extinction of mutants, Logan is aging and realizing his healing factor is starting to fail. While taking care of an ailing Xavier and protecting a young girl named Laura from an organization called Transigen at the Mexican border. With both lives in peril, Logan ventures into one more battle. But Hugh Jackman released the actual, like, plot synopsis, and it's, In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor Xavier in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives, being pursued by dark forces. So yeah, uh, all right. Scale of one to ten, your Logan excitement, Matt. Mm, about nine. a nine. Nine. Wow, Johnny, what'd you say? Nine. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm at about an eight. Uh, again, a lot of my excitement is on X23. I love that character, which is weird because I hate Wolverine. I was gonna say <laughs> so, you like X23, but you hate Wolverine. Who I are think you, what Dave? Dave hates about Wolverine is the is the glorification of Wolverine. Maybe, maybe. The yeah. glow the Wolverines uh, in everything and Gambit's not in it. Dave just well, hates that Dave. Wolverine's way better than Gambit. <laughs> perceived he's perceived better than Gambit, which no, is just he a is false, better than it's Gambit. A false perception held by many. All right, let's move on. Uh Logan, uh yes, everyone's very excited. I'm I'm actually very excited. I will miss yep, Hugh Jackman yep. as that character. Uh, let's be honest. Uh he was born, true. born to play that character, so um He'll be back in Deadpool anyway. Allegedly. Yeah, he will. Allegedly, this is his last turn as the character. So, yeah. Uh, all right. What, uh, what else do we got? Oh, yeah. Another trailer was released. Oh, wait. We should we should talk for a second here. Uh, I don't know who released it on their Instagram, but there is an Instagram photo of Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Pierce Brosnan hanging mm-hmm. out, hanging out mm-hmm. together. Some people want to yep. lead that to believe that Pierce Brosnan perhaps might be playing Cable. I do not. That's a terrible I choice. Either. Terrible yeah. choice for Cable. But he what? would. Hang on. Hang on. Pierce Brosnan is a horrible choice for Cable. He would make a great Mr. Sinister. Mm. Mm. Johnny, why do you think Pierce Brosnan would make a good Cable? Uh, uh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not saying. Okay. I, I'm not saying he would make a good cable. I'm saying that it's crazy to say that he's a terrible choice for cable. I he well he's, one he's, he's a he's a fine actor. Sure. He does well in, in in any role he's ever been given. I can't think of one. I can't think of one movie I saw him in where I went. Oh, I didn't care for Pierce Brosnan. Um, he he's a he's a an actor's actor. 
And I feel like he's the kind of guy who can take on any role he's given, and he wouldn't take the role of Cable, and they wouldn't offer him the role of Cable if they weren't absolutely sure that it's him. It's to me like the Marvel thing. Like, if Ryan Reynolds says it's okay, then I'm okay with it. Just like if Kevin Feige says it's okay, then I'm okay with it, as far as the casting goes. I think he's also said he doesn't want to do any more action movies. So I I, I think this was just a fun picture they took together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not reading into it. It could be nah. something. It could be nothing. Because it also was cap- if, it was also captioned as Wolvie Bond and Deadpool. So if mm-hmm. he if he yeah. is cast as Cable, um, then I'm excited for it because I feel like they will have picked who they think is the right person, and it's not yeah. on me to decide <laughs> that they're wrong. I'll be when in, they got it so right the first movie. I'll be in wait and see mode. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and I agree with you as well. I think he could play Sinister. I think he could play either character. Yeah, Sinister maybe more of a mocap type deal. Who knows? We'll have to wait and, wait and see what they do with yeah. that character. All right. The other big trailer that was dropped today was the new Power Rangers trailer. Also, yes! possibly the last, you know, full Power Rangers trailer aside from the TV ones, because that movie comes out at the end of March, March 24th. Yay! Uh, this trailer shows the putties, which are created from, like, the concrete around uh, Rita or wherever she wants them to be created or... Like, the environment around, some are made of, like, concrete, some are made of, like, stones, it looks like, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, what do you guys think of the putties? There's no there's no button on their chest to push to destroy them. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they're good, they're good, I like them. Yeah, I like them too. Good, good little translation there, we got a little bit mm-hmm. more of the origin story in this, you know, with them in the water and their colors showing up. Um, funny moment of racism, or not racism, I guess. <laughs> with, with the Asian guy saying, it. with the Asian guy saying he's black, and the black guy saying what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty funny moments, glowing in the water because of their their power coins. Um, yeah, much like the television show, it does look like they're going to rely heavily on the color themes for each character. You know, the television yep. show played heavy on them wearing red clothes and you know whatever their mm-hmm. color was. This too, like yeah, thought it was so cool. Jason's bathroom is painted red, and there's <laughs> just color coding. Mm-hmm. To match everything, which you know, whatever, I'm okay with that. They do it. Trini in that one scene was wearing the yellow, the yellow jacket. Yeah, she's talking to her family. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk for a second about Trini. Um, okay. the, there is an internet theory going around, and you know how much we love internet theories. Uh, let's let's remember if the rumors are true. Uh, Rita Repulsa is the Green Ranger from many, many years ago. That's confirmed. That's, that's, that's not confirmed. A that's right. We did talk about that on a recent podcast that mm-hmm. it was confirmed. And also that uh, Cranston Zordon was a Red Ranger at the same time. Um, who also has red theme when you saw Zordon. There's red in his little face thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. No, but uh, the internet theory about Trini is that Rita has no bodily form when the movie starts. And she possesses Trini's mother because... It sounds like her asking Trini to take uh, a drug test. It sounds like Elizabeth Banks' voice. This, I, this is according to the internet theory. Just keep that in mind. Hmm. And there are yeah. there have been a lot of scenes of Trini being attacked by Rita in her own home. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I've seen that. I don't know that there's any credence to I mean, I, okay, maybe there's some. But sounds a lot like just speculation. Mm, well, yeah, you know it's, me, it's an Dave. I hate looking at. Yeah, you hate. You know me, Dave. I hate looking into things before <laughs> I have. Yeah. And I don't think that makes it a rumor. I think that just makes N- it. No, theory. I didn't say it was a rumor. I said it was an internet theory. Did you? I thought you said yeah. it was a rumor. Nope, just an internet theory. Mm, okay. 
Not a rumor. This is nothing anybody's talking about as far as being something that happened. I think it's a cool idea, uh, but it is just an internet theory. So whatever. We'll find out when we see it. Yeah. Also, not only does she have the yellow jacket on, she's also going to eat a banana. Oh. It's yellow. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what else is yellow? Pee. Taking a drug test, wow. you know? Gross. <laughs> uh, I read online there were a lot of people who were like, that was a dumb joke. The the P in this was a dumb joke. Who cares? And I don't get it. It's when just, when someone said, where did the cup come from? <laughs> like, you're reading way too much into this trailer if you're well, getting upset about something like that. I didn't even think about that because they're already, like, you know, punks and kids in trouble. So maybe she's already, like, had some drug problems. Who knows? <laughs> maybe her mom's already... Because it doesn't matter. Right. it right. doesn't matter. It's a throwaway it's a joke. Yeah. And a two-minute trailer. Uh, what, right. what about I the... saw a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, this is a, someday... Who would have thought someday there'd be a dark and gritty uh, Power Rangers trailer? It's like, guys... Anything is gritty compared, like real life is gritty compared to the original. Pa- like it's Sesame SpongeBob is-, is gritty compared to the original Power Rangers for crying out loud. And I don't think there's anything gritty about it. I mean, I don't either. Just, I don't either. I thought it was it the silliest. Movie. Yeah, I well, thought it was be, just one of the silliest things. Yeah, it's going to be a very colorful and bright movie. I think because of the themes of the characters. Like mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be a. Aside from Rita, I don't see it being very dark at all. Like I, I like yeah. what they're doing with the Rita character, making her very ominous and very, yeah. very villainous, which is great. I uh, mean, look here's the here's my thing. Like, I think I don't think it's going to be a very good movie, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. You're gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 yeah, I don't see it being like best movie of the year, but I, I'm excited to watch it. The more I watch the the trailer, because I've watched this trailer like 20 times today now, um, the more I watch it, the more I feel like where before I was feeling like it was Transformers, where I'm like, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know, it'll make money and it'll be fun probably. Mm-hmm. Now I like want it to be good because I want a franchise out of this so badly. I don't want it to be like a G.I. Joe. Sure. You know, where it got G.I. Joe and then the sequel was totally different, but still bad. Mm-hmm. Um and then nothing like I want I want to see more of these movies so um, I really want this movie to be successful. What's interesting in the trailer too is there's a segment of the trailer where Rita is what looks like breaking into like a diamond place or a jewelry place and she's wearing all black instead of the gold and green. I that yeah, was, I saw that. That was interesting. I saw that. I'm calling it now. At the end of the movie, she loses her coin and Tommy finds it, setting up the sequel. Or or she, she finds a Tommy to take on that coin. Right. Yeah. Or that. Um, I liked the little bit of the fighting sequence. The little bit of the fighting sequence where they're fighting the putties in their costumes made me think of the old school TV show. Yeah, uh, the Blue Ranger was like, kick, kick, the, yeah. kick, kick. That that, that <laughs> made me awesome. feel like it was on the TV show. I don't know why. It felt normal. <laughs> it felt right. Uh, it was a great little little action scene there. Uh, we did get the answer. Will they have helmets on inside their Zords or not? The face mask thing comes down. So they, mm-hmm. they have the helmets still on, but the face mask disappears somewhere into the helmet, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Saw the Zords. The Zords are not super huge. They're just bigger than buildings, like, you know, regular, maybe two-story buildings. Yeah. So they're not gigantic until they come together to create, you know, uh, what do they call it? Megazord. Megazord, yeah. Megazord. And they did show uh, Goldar. Yeah, that's 
pretty terrible design, but it'll be fine. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I wonder if in context it'll it'll be different, but I agree with you. Just looking at it, not not good. Not not good. Yeah. Well, they they have we have known for a while he was going to just be all gold and kind of mm-hmm. oozy like wasn't super crazy about the Megazord design either, but we didn't see enough of it to yeah. make a firm decision. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you got to see him stand there. You get to see his head. But as... I'm really, I really like that original, original Megazord design, so it's going to mm-hmm. be pretty hard to... I think it's a lot less colorful. It's got the tones of blue, yellow, black, red, and pink in it, but I feel yeah. like the majority of it is, like, gray. The kind of hell Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me quite as much, I guess. Like, the color... the the color thing doesn't bother me. It's, well, I, uh, I, yeah. I wonder if that's one of the reasons why, because I felt the same way at first. I was like, that's not that impressive. But it's it's a really, when you're looking at it, it was such a brief scene, unless you mm-hmm. like pause it and really pay attention. It looks like just a gray man standing up. Yeah. So we get, we don't really get a lot of detail. Sure. But if you, if you freeze frame it on that scene of him, of him doing the punch, the, the Megazord doing the punch on Goldar, you can mm. see like definition, like he's got knuckle bracers and stuff on. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like, I get, so, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm giving this so much like grace, I feel like more than I would normally give another movie is a, I, I wanted to, it to be successful. Um, but B every time they'd come out with something, I'd go, Oh, I need to see it before I judge it. Like the power ranger costumes. I need to see it in motion. And I mm. saw it in this trailer, and to me, they look awesome now. Where before, I was like, eh, I don't know. Now I'm yeah, on yeah. board entirely. Same with uh, Zordon. I like the thing with Zordon. We saw that picture before, and people are like, oh, that looks terrible. Zordon looks awesome to me. That wall of the of the face sticking out, I thought that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. And then Alpha 5, terrible design, but in context, in that scene, when he says that one thing, and you hear, and you hear Bill Hader's voice coming out of it, I had no problems with it at all uh, so i still brief. didn't like it very it was much but. brief i didn't hate yeah. it I'll, you know other than the, you know when i saw the first picture i hated it i didn't hate it in the in the context of the scene yeah so yeah my thing with my thing with power rangers is i've always felt like since i grew out of power rangers i've always felt like power rangers is a uh, better in concept than it ever was in execution like the idea of, you know, this team of super beings fighting alien monsters in giant robots is a pretty good concept, but it was always executed in a very campy way. So I'm just kind of excited to see somebody execute that concept in a different way. In a bigger, bigger. In a bigger, more kind of grown up way. Sure. I Less silly. Less silly way. Yeah. Yeah. Less after school special. More, yes. more cinematic. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Cool. All right. So it, the, the CG definitely needs more polish on it, though. I will say that. Yeah, that's like is, the one criticism for me is that it it needs more. It is a Lionsgate film. It's not like a Sony or um, you know huge studio movie. Lionsgate's mm-hmm. big. Let's not you know I'm not you know throwing them out like nothing, but it's not like your your, your Lucas films or anything like that. Well, the budget on it is 150 million, and that's pretty standard for sure for movies that are this big. What did you? What did um, I you, wonder. What did you think of the doing... like the danger danger room scene where they get to test their skills against the quote unquote hologram putties? Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's it was fine. You know. I saw it coming. And it their base being a crashed spaceship, according to Trini. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. That's uh, that, that makes me question that theory of Zordon being a Red Ranger. How did how did he get absorbed into the ship? And become a face. I think Rita had something to do with it. She turned him into a ship? 
or something. We'll we'll find out. I, I still think we that that's true. Out. Anyway, uh, excitement level for Power Rangers, Johnny. Ten. Well, I figured that was coming, Matt. <laughs> About a seven, maybe. Yeah, I'm at a seven. I've, you know, like I said before, up until the release of the 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 the, the picture of Alpha Five, uh, everything that came out made me excited about this movie, more and more mm-hmm. excited. Um, I wasn't all a part of the the costume hate when the suits came out and they had suit nipples. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't care, you know, whatever or suit not nipples but suit boobs. Um, if it had, if it had well, boobs. girls have boobs, right? I right, mean, exactly. Get over yourselves, people. That's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean they have suit butts? Well, they got to put their butt in the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything. And butts still have shape, especially toned ones. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. I tweeted out earlier today thinking about all the movies that are coming out. I, I want them all out now. I just want Yeah, I just yeah, see absolutely. It. Just see want them all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited for Power Rangers, you guys. <laughs> we know, we know. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, no, not really. No. Uh, no. Wait. There was something that did happen, something that was announced that, that I got super pumped for. Um, did you guys see that trailer for uh, the movie Colossal with that giant monster? And Anne Hathaway like controls it, like is it? No, no. I didn't hear anything. Check about out, that check out the trailer for Colossal. The premise has been out there, so I didn't really spoil anything because that's the premise says yeah. the woman finds out she has control over a giant monster. It was pretty oh. good, pretty interesting. No, it's her, I didn't. Jason Sudeikis. Um, is it a comedy? It's it looks like a like a comedy drama to me. It's a the story the story is she was um. She was uh, dumped by her boyfriend, moved back to her old town, got into drinking too much again, and then wakes up and finds out that some monster destroyed a town. And she's watching footage of it at one point, and she, like, raises her arm. She's, like, standing still, and the monster's standing still, and she raises her arm, and the monster raises its arm. And she's like, oh, my God, I control it or something. It was pretty pretty interesting. Hmm. It's called Colossal? Colossal. Yeah, check it out. Guys, what's your excitement level for monster trucks? Zero. (laughs) So negative. Although I've heard it's actually kind of fun. No. Fun does not excuse a movie. You did not hear that. I did. I did. That's not true. A movie has to be a certain level of quality before fun can excuse it. What about uh, all that reports of that dog movie where they were drowning or like – Pretty that's pretty terrible. Submersing yeah, dogs sad. underwater for the movie, like, man, that's, that's pretty sad. terrible. Yeah, with all the technology, with all the technology, you had to go there. Like, yeah, and somebody filmed it too, and somebody's commenting on it, saying like, "Oh, he doesn't want to get in. Oh, just throw him in." You know, that's not smart uh, to do. That's really unwise. And what is you what know? is the guy's purpose of filming it to report him? Shouldn't you have said something too? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. let's, let's not do this. I don't know. He definitely sounded like he was encouraging that guy to just throw the dog in. Yeah. What that is. was scary. That was, that was scary at the end when the dog went down under the water and they're like, oh my God, cut it off. Jump not, in. Not cool. That makes me sad. Yeah, this looks like a dark comedy, apparently. It's colossal. I'm watching it without the sound. Okay. Eh, interesting. 
I'll, I'll see it. I like Jason Sudeikis. Hmm. Yeah, I like Jason. Sud- oh, oh, oh! One other thing. Good lord. Did you guys hear about Guillermo del Toro doing that thing on Twitter saying that if I get like a hundred thousand votes in twenty four hours, I'll have a I'll have a conversation with De Pearl and um. He said Dub Pearl, which is like, uh, what's his name? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. With yeah, Perlman yeah. and Mignola about doing a Hellboy 3. Uh, wasn't it like he's, I never ga- believe- he's yeah. gauging interest or something? Yeah. yeah, he is. Well, number one, uh, I saw that, but I didn't see either Hellboy movie, so okay. But uh, I, I have a hard time when Guillermo del Toro says he's going to do anything because he says he's going to do hundreds of things. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I agree. Wow. In 24 at, hours, it received 132,938 votes. I was one of them. But not. Um, but the, options, the options were yes or hell yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, if you don't want to see it, don't vote. Right, right. Internet polls, it's, it's see how many votes simple. we get in 24 hours. Uh, Hellboy yeah. 3, yes or hell yes. And then 68% said hell yes. Um, I really hope it happens. Because I liked Hellboy 1, and I really liked Hellboy 2. And... Uh, I, I think that uh, I mean they've been wanting to do a Hellboy three for a long time. I think he's not legitimately doing a Twitter campaign to find out if people want to see it. He knows people want to see it, so I think this was just to whet the appetite and start teasing it. It could be a stunt. It could be going out and saying, "Hey, look, I asked for a hundred a hundred thousand. They gave me a hundred thirty two in twenty four hours. Right. There is a need to make this movie hey, kind studio. of thing. Yeah, let's get this. Let's get this going. Well, we'll yeah. see. I. I, you know, he said he tweeted I spoke with Ron Perlman he's in for a sit down we'll approach McNolan next we'll keep you posted very moved by your love of part one and two yeah like, I, uh, I like the character I like the books the movies were, were fine if I don't get another one I'm okay you know it's I, I'm just okay with it uh, uh, I'll be bummed I'll be bummed everybody wants Ron Perlman it. or not everybody a vast majority of the internet wants Ron Perlman to play Cable yeah, I want that other that other dude from Avatar first, and from um, I never got Don't the Breathe. impression that Cable was supposed to be old. I never thought he was actually old. I thought he just had white hair. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I always assumed that he was an older guy in his in his late forties and fi- or early fifties, something like that. No, Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I never got old, but yeah, he looked old. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I mean, everybody's going for. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see if he's supposed to be a certain because everyone's like, "Oh, we gotta get," and they keep naming you know old guys. And I'm like, I never got the impression that Cable wasn't. Well, the, the youngest, I don't know. Maybe he's the youngest name I I heard was uh, the dude from Friday Night Lights, the coach. It's not a fairly old gentleman. I mean, I don't like know. 40s. Maybe I guess it just depends on who's drawing him. I'm kind of looking at different pictures and. Yeah, he looks yeah, old on, on the cover of the New Mutants. His first appearance. He looks yeah, he old. does look old in his first appearance. You're right. So uh, maybe he is supposed to be an old guy. Maybe I'm yeah. just wrong. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the same with you. I didn't when you said it. I'm like, yeah, maybe I am judging him just by the gray hair or the, the, the white hair. But yeah, yeah. Now that I'm looking yeah. at the the first. Now that I'm looking at it, but yeah. yeah. Also, hmm. never been a big cable fan. So I didn't hate him, but I just mm. was never a big cable fan. I think he's. I think he's fine. I think he's he's best when he's with Deadpool. Other than that, he's just yeah. he's so grim and and dark and 
depressed that he's not interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, he's got this whole storyline and past tied to the you know the Summers storylines because he is a Summers. He's you know mm-hmm. Scott's mm-hmm. illegitimate love child with a Jean Grey clone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess most people do draw him looking older. So okay, well, yeah, fair enough. Good, good point though. Um, oh, I also had one other thing, you guys. Yeah. If that's okay, Dave. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Have you guys seen uh, a series of unfortunate events on Netflix? Haven't. No. Haven't gotten to yet. Check it out. I'm it's probably not going to get to it. I, I've heard it starts very, very good and ends poorly. Uh, I was impressed with it throughout pretty much the whole thing. Okay. Um, but I have read those first three books, so maybe oh. it's because I have a little bit of context. Sure. Um, I also just ad- I, like adore Neil Patrick Harris. He's oh, my, one too, of my favorite yeah. favorite people in the world. I think he's awesome. So I, his, yeah. his portrayal of, of the, the villain Olaf. Count Olaf and yeah. then all the different characters that he had to play as Count Olaf were, I mean, perfection. So good. Does it wrap up? three books worth of stories in the whole season series or yeah 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 okay. so what's great i see so i like the movie the one with jim carrey it's fine um it's not the greatest representation of the books um because the movie's like hey look at jim carrey be jim carrey mm-hmm. um but so what's nice about it being a netflix series is that for each book you have you have a, a part one and a part two of that story so it's, uh, I want to say, six or seven episodes long. I can't remember if the first episode is like an introduction to the to the world or not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's you get a part one and a part two for each book, which allow you to expand the story. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not quick. Like, they go here. Oh, no, something happened. Now they go here. Oh, no, something happened. Like, they're able to flesh out the characters a little bit more and the story a little bit more and include things from the books that the movie didn't get to. Sure. Um. And then they have the benefit now of the series being over, so they know how the stories end, so they can incorporate some of what's going to happen into the in the future into these books. They can foreshadow or into the, a little bit. Into these yeah. Shows. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then the other great thing about the about the show that I think makes it makes it so that they should have considered doing a show before a movie anyway is that uh, they have Patrick Warburton doing the narration mm-hmm. um, as Lemony Snicket. Sure, and he's a character in the show as much as any of the other actors and actresses play a character in the show. And a lot of the humor from the books come from the writer Lemony Snicket uh, describing a situation. And so Patrick Warburton will pop on screen and say, "You know, the the word ineffective in this case means da 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 da." And then we'll do like backstory and funny little jokes and little side stories. And he's got his own kind of thing that he's got going on that. It, to do that in the movie, I think, would have been ineffective. You had Jude Law appear every now and then saying, ooh, this is sad. But Patrick Warburton is integral now to this to this franchise because oh, okay. the character he plays is is important. I still have to, yeah, before I even start that, I have to finish the OA. Oh, don't. <laughs> I the enjoy- OA? I'm still enjoying it, yeah. Okay. What's the OA? boring <laughs> it's a I, no it's a, it's a netflix it. show yeah um yeah, yeah. um what is it about disc- i've heard mixed reviews um I w- uh there's this miss this girl who was missing for a long time who just shows up and when she went missing she was blind and now she has her sight back and she's mm-hmm. recruiting five people 
to help her do something. And uh, that's all I want to say, because there's a lot of little twists and turns it takes leading up to the point that I'm at right now. It's a very mm-hmm. interesting and, and weird take on kind of like near-death experiences and things of that nature. It does huh. it does get kind of hard to follow because the stories are not linear, really. Um, the way she tells the story uh, to these five people is is strange. But once you start piecing it together, um, you start seeing what's what's happening here and what the real story is. Um, but I have not finished it yet, so I don't know where it ends, and I don't want to give away too much. I, I'm enjoying it. The woman that's the star, and she's also the co-creator of the show and one of the writers of the show, made a movie mm-hmm. I love called Another Earth. Um, if you've never seen Oh, it. yeah, I like Another Earth. Yeah, uh, it's got that same kind of tone, uh, this whole series, where it's a little bit more indie style. Uh, I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far, but I have heard a lot of people that did not enjoy the ending or or the last half of the series. Like it sets up to be something great and then kind of fails to follow through. Mm. My main problem with it is that it did, it it was almost entirely set up. It it took so long to get to its point. I just felt like the whole series was a slog. Like I thought the pacing was just pouring molasses type deal. Mm -hmm. So and it, I and I felt like it didn't uh, effectively arrive at. Uh, I mean, it's it set up like they're going to have a second season, but not in a way where I'm interested to see what happens. Sure, kind sure. of deal. So, so there's more story they could tell, but you kind of got all the story you need. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there's two recommendations on Netflix: OA and. Series of Unfortunate Events, but you're probably going to watch both of them if you're listening to this show. So, anyway, uh, Matt, you do. Matt, you are from the two, the two Broke Geeks. Tell the fine folks how they can find you and the show. Uh, you can go to Atomic Geekdom. We're on there. You could find it on Google Play and iTunes and on the Satchel app. And you can follow us on Twitter at 2BGPod. And you can follow us on Instagram. We're 2BGPod on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook. You can just look for us by looking for 2 Broke Geeks on Facebook. I think it's facebook.com slash 2 Broke Geeks podcast. But I can't remember off the top of my head because Facebook makes you have really long names to get there. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more. A little more detailed. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, do you have any other projects you want to discuss that are coming up or anything like that? Nope. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, it's Two Broke Geeks Podcast. Facebook.com. Yes. Two Broke Geeks Podcast. Uh, Johnny, tell the fine folks all they need to know about the Just Two Pals podcast if they are not already a listener. Oh, I'd be happy to, Dave. Uh, so we're Just Two Pals, me and my buddy Randy. And uh, we talk about stuff. And our last episode we did was about oh the nintendo switch and it was fine so <laughs> i enjoyed listening want... to it if that helps there you go well thank you matt matt's a fan thank yes. you um yeah well matt liked it so there's your recommendation there exactly. uh, i put that on the shirt matt liked it <laughs> and uh if you want to listen to more of our crap you can find us on the atomic kingdom <laughs> website along with these other fine gentlemen and on itunes google play satchel player you can hit us up on Twitter at just two pals and me at Johnny Wellens or shoot us an email at just two pals pod at gmail.com. There you go. 
Nicely done. Uh, that's our show this week for the Geek Out. Let us know, um, you know, anything we might have missed or anything, your, uh, your excitement level for Logan and Power Rangers on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Also, we'd like to thank producer Matt, or Matt, I'm sorry, I said Matt. That's just not even right. That's... Oof. I, ca- I can't believe I said that. It makes That's me all right. Weird. You can edit it in post. I, right, I won't. Uh, producer Matthew J. Bates II on Twitter. He is at Cthulhu Collect. He is a fine, fine patron of our show. If you want to become uh, involved and maybe help monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash Geekdom and see the levels there of, of donating and uh, there's different rewards and stuff like that. Uh, Matthew has uh, been a loyal, loyal producer level patron and we appreciate everything he does for the show and uh yeah and if you don't want to contribute monetarily completely understand you know we all work hard for our monies and it's usually gone before we have it so you just tell your friends if you liked what you heard tell a friend tell tell them to tell a friend that kind of thing we'll spread like a virus not a computer virus those are bad and not like aids or you know like uh, the bird mm-hmm. flu or the swine flu or so moving forward, if you get an bug. email from Atomic Geekdom, definitely open it and download the attachments. Right, especially if, if it has anything to do with Coke or Mountain Dew products. Yes. Oh, that's right. Hashtag just do pals. No, no, no. How dare you? you got to hashtag wait. two Coke geeks. You're teasing something that has not happened yet. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. There you go. You'll know what that means on Wednesday. Oh. Dave, you're All playing right. that... You're playing that um, time travel podcast game know, with us where we can't figure out where we are in time anymore mm. you're you're the new you're the new barry allen oh don't do that to oh me. Don't no do that to me. everybody you're everybody will have time please. everybody will hate me now <laughs> mm. but i will be also I'm making out with iris for anyone who doesn't know dave you have graciously offered to attempt to reach out to anna kendrick's people to try to get her on an episode of just two pals so Everyone, let's give a round of applause to Dave, who's offered to do that for us. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, with the caveat being after she does Atomic Geekdom. Um, well, I feel like we already went through the negotiation process there, Dave. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see if that ever comes to fruition. And if it does, I can retire from this business called podcasting. Uh, I feel like if that happens and I book her for somebody else's show, I will have peaked in this industry. Yeah, well, you're a good guy. Right. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you all next week. Matt, Johnny, thank you so much for joining me for this crazy conversation. Thank you for having us join Thank you, Dave. Dave. (laughs) Anytime, guys. All right, have a good night. See you guys.